You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Good morning and welcome to part two of Sunday Q&A from me and... Vince the Bear. The observant ones among you will notice that I haven't moved since the one that you saw yesterday, if you watched yesterday. I'm splitting them in two. It's getting too long. Um, it took me an hour and a half just to write the questions down this morning. Um, my mother and father-in-law are sitting there drinking tea. I should be sitting there chatting with them. Instead, I'm in a shed talking to you guys, but they're very understanding people, so it's fine. Um, yeah, so what's happened, if you haven't seen it, the first part of yesterday's Sunday Q&A, which I'll put a link up to there, went out yesterday. You can either watch that and then come back to this or just watch this one. It might depend on what you're interested in. Yesterday's one was about uh, the new lorry, which I'm just getting, and what happens if a job gets sent through without asking, and a little bit about the hardest address to find. Oh, I haven't done that yet. No, we'll do that today. Okay, let's stand going on today's. Um, so not the hardest, today will be hardest dress to find, fork trucks, old vans and miscellaneous. Then you miss me questions there, that's shocking. Right, fork trucks, donkey and digger, no problem, mate. He asked me to do a video on what happens if a fork truck drives on the tail lift. You get the crunchy sound, it went out this week. Like I say, have a look if you want. Um, Darren Chili Wolf, oh, I've got to start writing people's names down properly. Yeah, he, he says, yeah, watch the show, watch the show. Thanks very much. Please watch the show, mate. Thank you. He says, I don't always, you know, I appreciate this. A couple of people said this. Don't always agree with what you say. Well, that's quite understandable because I'm clueless and I don't know what I'm talking about. And I've always said that. He said, but, um, you know, appreciates what I'm trying to do. So that's fair enough. I appreciate that, mate. He said, what about doing a video on straps? That's a good idea, particularly as Bob Keane got me into these things called retractable ratchet straps. I didn't know what they were, but he sent a link up and, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy some because they're great. Let's look at that. I've also bought on eBay uh, this thing that Haley, the truck driver, said you can get these plastic truck winders. I've got one that fits on the front of your drill. You go, as soon as I get the hang of it, I'm, I'm not even going to bother with it until I'm in the truck. So I don't need the five-ton strap so much at the moment in the Luton. Do sometimes, but not so much. When I get in a car, so I'm going to need them all the time. And once I've mastered it, there'll be a video on that. That'll be something to look forward to. Wouldn't it? Um, what have we got here? Right, Ben Jet or something 100. He said, if you put on a pallet of 600 to 700 kilos, you're going to be well over your axle weight. Those will be straight on you. I can't see that, mate. I mean, the truck will carry up to about a ton, so just over a ton. And I've just done the CPC training course, and they're telling me where to place it. And they said, you know, where, you, where if you've got between the two axles, if you get the single pallet and you put it bang in the middle, well, not bang in the middle, yeah, bang in the middle of the bed. So from the back of the van, bang in the middle of the bed, and put it just inside the back axle, and then double cross strap it. The weight should be balanced between the two. But like I say, I'm clueless about this. So guys, if you want to discuss, but pallet of coke is a ton, and if you put it in, the, surely if you put it in the right place in the van and you properly secure it, you're on your weight, you're on your axle weight, and you're on your um. You're on your lockdown. But honestly, if there's anyone who's any better than me, please put me out. Because if I'm doing something wrong, particularly with the operators coming through, I don't want to get, I don't want anyone anything going wrong on me. Like, you know, so 
Godzilla's. Um, yeah, this is very interesting. Thanks for this, mate. This is worth the, this is, the thing about if you load it with the um, the tail lift down, right? So the tail lift down. So at the moment, you drop the tail lift down, so the chains are there. As soon as that full truck driver is going to go on your um, your tail lift, as soon as it drops that pallet on your van, your van's going to go down, but the tail lift is going to stay where it is. So like, like that, it's going to go down. Now this one chains. So when the tail lift is down and the van is fine, before the full truck drives on it, the chains are tight. As soon as it drops the pallet on the back of the bed... The van's going to go down. The tail is going to stay where it is. Those chains are going to go slack. Now, those chains are kind of like bicycle chains. They're in, it did say what they're called. They're in like sort of um, locking hole type things. So they can come out. In which case, suddenly, you've got a pallet on the back. You've got a tail lift down. You can't raise a tail lift. You're stuck. He says, I know this. And I thought, bloody hell, I never thought of that before. He says, I know someone that this has happened to twice. So be careful. The best thing to do, if you can, is get the fork truck driver to stick it on the tail lift when the tail lift is up and bring it in with a pallet truck. The only problem you're going to have to have if it's the pallet, it's too heavy to move. Alternatively, some fork truck drivers can be clever. And what they'll do is they'll drive on the tail lift a tiny bit, drop the pallet, drag the forks out a bit, push it up a bit, and they'll do this kind of backwards forwards motion and then eventually they can push it in just with the edge of the fork so there is a way if you're good at it to get i mean i'm sure that toby can do it but i got him to do it just for your benefit to show you what it looks like and it sounds like when you drive on a tail uh, but there is a way if they're clever enough or get them to put it on with long forks if they've got long forks they can get it on without having to hit the tail that's yeah but no thanks for that mate i never even thought of that good call uh lee westcott can you get fold under tail lifts? And Godzilla's has got back to him on this one. I know it's on the comments as well. Um, you can. My truck has got a fold under tail lift. The D Holland fold under tail lift, which is something I wanted because it means that if sometimes if you've got to back the truck up to a bay in a distribution centre, they won't let you back up if the tail's in the way. Uh, on vans, not so much because it's going to be like some weird hydraulic thing underneath it, which makes it probably, I mean, it can't lift the weight. It's only going to lift about two, like a quarter of a tonne, and it makes it heavy. So you do get tuck under tail lifts. You don't tend to get them on anything. They tend to be seven and a half tonne and above. Lutons tend to be like, you know, just your normal ratchet sort of, um, what do you call it, hydraulic, chainy sort of tail lifts at the back. Uh, <laughs> and as Bob Keane says, he says, once you've clocked up the miles, it gets harder to raise a tail. He sometimes needs a hand too. Mate, this is the family show. <laughs> Okay, I can't help thinking we're going somewhere else with that. There we go. We won't go somewhere else. Instead, we'll go to old vans. Old vans on the CX. Now, Dolly says, old, um, my new mate, Dolly. He says, my dad says, buy new. And he's, he's done the maths on it as well. He said, if you buy new, and he said, there's, he actually said, if you can't buy new, you get a warranty. You get a service plan. If you go to the same dealer, you get loyalty. You know, if he, if he gets you, if he mucks you about the price and you find it cheaper, you're going to be very fed up. And he said, then get rid of them after three years. Uh, it, it's aggravation free. You're always driving around in a tidy van. Looks nice for the CX. Looks nice for the customer. You're dead right, mate. If you can afford to buy new and truck it every three years, I mean, ours vans. The thing that I will say, sometimes new or sometimes just one that's only done about five or 10,000 miles still might have dealer warranty and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, what really frustrates me, it's £32,000 for a new Merc. And you drive it off the forecourt. And the second you drive it off the forecourt, you've lost four or five grand. And that just gnaws me massively, you know. But yeah, it does have a very good point. Having said that, 
not everyone's in the position to buy new. Not everybody can afford the finance. Not everyone's got the money up front. Not everybody can get it. So with this one, and a few of you have turned around and said, Bob Keane, he says, um, presentability. And also, Jason Burke and Bob Keane make the same point. As long as the van is presentable, tidy, not rusty, clean, keep it clean, keep yourself clean, put a private plate on it. You know, so if you... If you um, then they don't know that it's an 06 plate or an 04 plate or something like that. As long as the shape ain't too old, he wants to give it away, like, you know. Uh, Martin Bates, he said, he, I think he was a guy who said, again, and I appreciate this. He said, oh, I've been losing track with a few of the videos lately. He said, but I appreciate what you said about the old vans. He's, he's driving around in an LT35, 2005 plate, loot and box. But again, like my mate Ken the Sox, looked after it, spent money on it, got the engine done. He says, done 250,000 miles. He said, it's got loads to go in it yet. Yeah, you're dead right, mate. Mine's done 250,000 miles, done 100,000 miles more than yours. He's done 150 in his. Um, yeah, absolutely. And if it's geared up and it does the trick, and particularly with the removal thing, if it's got everything you need, if it's got the side load, if it's got the ramp, and it works really well, why swap it? Sometimes the removal lorries, you see them driving around in these old-looking trucks, and it kind of makes it look a bit vintage, and it looks, you know, you think, oh, that's nice, it's different. I will say as well, LT35s. Was that the old shape, the proper? I don't think it will be the original, because when we was in the market, we started off with the proper LT35s, the first ones. No power steering. Used to like have to turn, you know, have to reverse it like I'm climbing a rope. Um, had a gear stick like a pull cube. Just change gear like that. And it had an engine in the middle. So there was two seats. First one we had was orange. I was probably about 16 at the time, so what would that have been? 1986, a long time ago. And you had to put the oil and water from the little stand in the middle. I love the LT35s. There's so much more room in them than the transits and all that. Good vans, then. Good vans. Um, Steve Campbell. He's... Right, now, listen. I'll fifth for this one, mate. He's, he needs to move a lawnmower. And he says, he's thinking of hiring a Luton with a tail lift to move this lawnmower. He said, now, the, the lawnmower's 350 kilos, so the lift will pick it up. So, yeah, the lift will do, like, half a tonne. The problem is this. You're going to get the lawnmower onto the tail lift. Like that. Sideways. Okay, then the lawnmower's going to go up in the air. Then you've got a lawnmower on a tail lift. It's like that you've got to get into the box, but you can't get into the box because you can't manoeuvre it because you've got to turn it around. It, you know, yeah, I've got it there. Now I need to get it from here to here, and I can't. What about if we try and drive it on that way? You can't. It's going to fall off. So what you really need, you need like a trailer or a low loader, or possibly if you could get some, you need like, you used to get sometimes these metal ramps, you could drive it actually into the van and out of the van. I fear if you try and do it with a loot and you're gonna come unstuck. Anybody who knows how to move a lawnmower, there was this guy, yeah, please leave comments. I just, mate, he might work for you, I don't know, but I, I can't see it. Um, I was on site a couple of weeks ago, and they had that great big JCB diggers, you know, the ones I said, if I won the lottery, I'd, I'd um, have this in my back garden. You know, the ones with the extendable forks. It looks like something out of Thunderbirds. Um, and he said they wanted... My boss wanted to get one of these moved from 23 miles away. And they had the, they had the, the thing, that you know, the low loader. And I went, he said, guess how much? And I went, grand. He went, yeah, £1,000 to go 23 miles. You see, that's why I think I'm in the wrong size vehicle here. He said, if you want it on the hurry up, that's how much it would cost. So his boss turned around to him and went, do you want to drive it? He took him all day. He drove 23 miles. He's constantly pulling into let traffic past people screaming at him like that. He said, well, I got it there. He gave me a drink. You know, you're allowed to. It's road tax. He just drive, drove it 23 miles at about 15, 15, 20 miles an hour. Like, you know, bless him. But he got it there. Better than paying a grand, eh? <coughs> right, there we go. Done that one. Okay. Hardest address to find. 
you know. Uh, Dolly turns around and says, don't take jobs for MI5. 007 courier driver. Licence to drive. Anything up to seven and a half tonne. I can't drive anything over that, you know, at the moment. Uh, yeah. Uh, Godzilla says... Oh, yeah. This is their firm. It's made me smile. Guy rung up and he says, um, I, want, I, want, I want a parcel delivered to Paris. And he said, everybody went ballistic all the time. I'll do it, I'll do it. It's all of all the little vans, the little van going to Paris. So when we said we calculated it, we calculated the ferry and the time and the miles and the fuel and the bank and all that kind of stuff. He said, I rung the geezer up. And he said, yeah, you're looking at about 650 quid for that, mate. And he said, what, for Wales? He wanted to go to Paris. <laughs> Bless them. A lot of disappointed people in the office that day. And Tora from Tora Harper Valentine, who's, you know, Nick, and he's, he's my mate who always know from the market. She had one this week as well, which she thought was sharing. Uh, which, well, thank you very much, Tora, for the comment. Um, she had a book brought over from Korea. She's learning Korean. Apparently, she's very good at it. And she had a book bought. It was like a, a book. And the guy went, the, 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 the card went through the door, will not deliver because it was an Asian book and he might get the flu off it. Far as I know, it might well have been printed in this country. Apparently, it was actually delivered eventually from someone who was Korean. So, obviously, he, he didn't have any fear of that. So, there we go. So, um, right. So, that was hardest address to find. Done that one. Done. Oh, man. It's on the six. Done. Full trucks, yes. Right, on to the miscellaneous now, guys. Uh, Tom Grindley, can you collect the night before? Do you need storage? You don't need storage, but you can collect the night before, leave it in your van, leave it on your driveway, deliver it the next day, deliver it whenever. The fear you've got to have, as Dolly pointed out the other day, your goods in transit only covers you for moving the stuff. If you put it on your driveway and overnight someone breaks in and nicks it out of your van, you're not covered. So be wary. If you've got storage, you can get it out of the van, get it into the storage, it's locked away as long as it's insured there, then you're fine. Um, or make sure that you've got decent, you know, make sure that you're, you, you're proper locked up of a night time. But yeah, that, that's the only fear. You don't have to have it, but if the goods go for a walk, then um, that's on you. Paul Wilkins has abandoned his fuel car this day. He's just going to do Paul um, Costco. Let me know how that goes, mate. You know, the fuel car thing is a constant bug, constant bugbear for me. I will get back to it at some stage after I've thought of this operator's license. I only focus on one thing at a time. Get the operator sorted. Then get the taco sorted. Then maybe, oh, sort out the fuel car. Although Mia Shah is constantly still about that BP me thing. You can kind of pay before, pay on your phone, pay as you go in, that kind of thing. He said, if you contact your fuel car provider and ask them for the activation code for BP me, that will work. That is something I'm going to get onto. And I will, if it works, I'll do a video and see how this BP me thing works. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Jasmine Evac asked a question. What does GOB stand for? I did do a video on terms. Um, but my all I can think of, and once again, those who know better, please let me know. I imagine GOB stands for goods on board, which I would previously put as POB, package on board, not to be confused with POD, proof of delivery. But I would say that's probably goods on board. So if you say, let me know, if it, says, let, let, if it says, let me know when it's GOB, it means let me know when you've loaded, I think. Uh, Richard Chillingford, how do you get three pallets in a long wheelbase without a pallet truck? Well, firstly, even if you had a pallet truck, it would be absolutely no use to you because you can't really turn it round. But what you would do is the fork truck's going to put one pallet in the side door. It's then going to put the second pallet on the back 
and he's going to put he's going to use the third pallet to push the second pallet forward and drop the third pallet down it would be the same kind of principle with an extra long wheelbase but with the you know then once the two are down he would push the fourth one in then when you come to getting them out get yourself a five ton ratchet strap the first one will come out get the, strap, the ratchet strap wrapped around the bottom of the pallet then tie it around the um the bit in the forks the reverses and then they'll drag it out and then they'll lift it out that way that's the way i believe it's done I've got a little bit of tail lift, so I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Thomas Tulber, uh, thanks for your counting tip. Yes, I must get onto that one once again, once the operators is sorted. Uh, Danny Berry. Um... Oh, yeah, the, now, we'll, do, we'll do a video on this, mate, yeah. Um, he basically got told to the wrong address. I had one this week, and... I was convinced when I pulled into the road it was the wrong address because it was a residential street address. Sometimes what will happen is the guy who books the job, the um, the customer, will book the job from like... I've, I've also... Ali said, have you ever delivered to the wrong address? Once, as a schoolboy error, I delivered to the invoice address rather than the actual site address, which was really frustrating because I booked a job that was supposed to be... I was very early on in my, in, in my TX career and it, it was supposed to be 50 miles and it turned out to be 80 miles. I didn't know what to do and I just drove it there and when I got there, the place was shut and I rung the lady and went shut and she went, you've taken it to... I basically... They covered it for me. She said, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll ship it over in the morning. But I drove... Far, much further than I should have done to drop it off to their office rather than to drop it off to where it needed to be. But in this, I think he had it the other way around. Uh, they said, take it to like the uh, this address. He got there and they went, oh no, sorry, that's the wrong address. So he got paid to re-deliver it to the other address. Well, of course you do. It's like if you bring it to somewhere and they reject the goods and you've got to take it back, you charge him for taking it back. Charge him the same money again. Because, you know, it's your, it's your time, it's your days, it's your fuel, and it's not your fault. If it went wrong, they've got to sort it out. Um, Iman Ahmed, how do you invoice customers on the CX? Mate, there'll be a video of invoicing that I've done a long time ago, and it goes through the whole thing. That is one thing that is fantastic about the CX. I mean, I, I know I, I, I praise it an awful lot. I do occasionally have a pop. But, um, yeah, the invoicing is brilliant. It's so easy. You just get the job, and it just it's, it's seamless. It, it's one of the best things about it, I think. Um, Jason Lowe. Thinking of joining, what's it like in Torquay, Exeter, down that highway? Not great. I'll be honest, mate, once you're part, you know, you really, once you get past Bristol, can't, you know, sort of Port Talbot way, jobs do tend to drop off. If you're in the bits that stick out, if you're in Norfolk, if you're in Mid Wales, if you're down there, it's not great. I was in Froome this week when I was in the Torquay bit. Um, I, I, made, I headed for home. Um, and then I, I found I think the next job that came out of Froome I left was two hours later there are jobs that come out of the area but they weren't great jobs it's not that I would say this, I wouldn't say don't necessarily do it but I would say I would focus more if you're going to go depends on the size of vehicle think about all the other things as well think about small van and van removals think about your Facebook local think about contacting career services in your area um, you know put, think about putting cards through local industrial estate saying if they need local deliveries of your man or tramp. If you're gonna, or if you don't mind getting the job from Froome to Aberdeen, and then staying overnight, and then getting Aberdeen coming back, something like that, you've got more of a chance. But for just running around the area, not brilliant. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I've always been honest with you guys. I'm sure that's not what you want to hear, but it's kind of where it is. Ian Merrick says, "Have I ever considered partnering with a radio station? <laughs> uh, you know, doing sort of local updates, fuel cards, parking." Oh, it's funny I should say that, mate. Um, this all kind of started. Because I started writing uh, content for a geezer called Chris Hawkins on Six Music. 
um, when I was doing the market trader thing. So I started writing for him, and then my mate said, do some video vlogs about it, so I did. If you go right back to the beginning, all them early videos, uh, reports that I've written in for Six Music. I also sometimes appear on Roberto Peroni, because my mate got me on that once every three months when the lockdown isn't on. Um, his drive time show. I might suggest to him if he actually wants to. I think last time he called me a media whore. Uh, but, yeah, interesting. Anyone wants me, here I am, you know. Weddings, funerals, bar mitzvahs. I'm always happy. Uh, what have we got going on here? Gary Jarvis. Anyone have any issues this week with time zones on Tuesday? HDT instead of BST. I don't even know what HDT stands for. Anybody have any issues? Please let me know. I'll pass it on. Uh, oh, Bob Keane on retractable stretcher straps. I'll make that again, mate. That they were brilliant. Cheers. Uh, Lee Westcott. Ever had a pallet? Oh, ever have a pallet truck drive around in the back of your van like a bull? Mate. The day I back, one of the, when we just started, and I was naively of the belief that you could control drivers and work and do deliver things at your own time. Uh, uh, uh. I managed on one day, the only time I've ever prayed Jessica trying to get through that ridiculous six, seven foot width restriction in Watford, which isn't seven foot. I'm sure it's less than six foot six, because I've gone through six foot six in my van before, and this doesn't fit through this one. I managed to prank the van and drop um, the tyre down a well, but that was partly the bankman's fault, who kept telling me to go, and then the van went dunk. Um, and also forgot to strap the back, back, the the the, the, um, the bandit truck in the back of the van, which then cascaded into the back shutter and smashed it off. Which means I, I always carry a crowbar in the front for some reason because you never they always come in handy. And I managed to get it out and ping it back in. But what a day! Never never had any issues at all. And then three in one day, it's a shocker. Um, Dave picked him. Has just started and mate, good luck. And that's kind of it, guys. That's it. Broken into two halves. It's a game of two halves now. Um, it's like football, but without the cheering because everything's shut. Um, and finally, uh, it goes down to Steve Campbell, who said when he started, he actually used the name Van Gogh. He's now got a, a different firm, and he called it the Art of Transportation because we said it, we was always it's Van Gogh need a van, we got one here, Van Gogh. Not funny. The Art of Transportation, mate. If it's all the same to you and you're not using it anymore, I might nick that. In the meantime, let me know if I can't, I won't. But in the meantime, that's it. That's it for another week. It's definitely brightening up out there. I am mega loaded. I've got to go to Gatwick on Monday morning, and then I've got to go down to uh, Ringwell, Ringwood again, and then I've got to drop in Swindon, and then I've got to pick someone up for Guildford and come home. It's so nice to know my day's books ahead of time. It just makes life so much easier. But that's it for another week from me, and what's my name again? Vincent the Bear. Take care, take money. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic. But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, 
we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton to adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.